just left Germany out all that long. Yep. Duh. I already know these different things uh, about what's going on. Like, it seems like it's always around like an election year, especially. You gotta watch this shit, cause like Biden's gonna get his ass kicked in the general. So like they're trying to, the media will do. Like the media will make certain stories or storylines. Or over exaggerate things. Yeah, there's things that deal with certain social issues where in areas that Biden might be weak for voter, you know, voting base, they'll prop these stories up. Now, some of these stories need to be propped up, but, you know, I just, I try to maintain, like, a certain level of awareness, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just read, I just read something about some lady and her son, like, getting attacked inside of their home. Like, yeah, it was just it just popped up on my phone before we was getting ready to start all this, and uh, like the boy or whatever he was trying to stop the people from coming in. It was like a mob in Carolina, and they thought he had something to do with some girl going missing and shit, and he didn't. They had him confused with another boy from a different high school, and even the sign of him graduating this year was on the front the high school or the front of the lawn and they just overlooked it and was trying to do tried to barge in and him and his posse had like AR-15s and you know pistols and shit and he was like a corrections officer himself and you know and the mother told the boy to go back into the room you know don't rile him up she'll handle it and she was trying to tell the guy to get out of the house so the boy thought he seemed like an intelligent boy to think of this but he basically started chatting chatting over over again his name and what high school he goes to, to get them to realize while they were yelling at the mother, they let him in to get the boy that that was the wrong boy. And then they took off. And the neighbors figured out what was going on. They called the police, and the police eventually showed up. Now, obviously, the police ain't going to do shit because they're all racist. So, you know, they didn't even take anybody's names down to the people or the mob themselves. But they got the guy who barged in. They're looking at misdemeanors. And, right. What are they, man? I mean, it's breaking and entering. Yeah. When is that? I mean, maybe that's different down in Carolina. Uh, somebody would, I hope somebody correct me on that. You know what I'm saying? But, like, I thought breaking and entering is a felony. Should be. So, like, because I guess what's the difference between breaking and entering and forcible entry, right? He didn't actually break anything to enter the premises, but he forced himself in. What's the difference? I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm You know, well, hideous acts of crime. They should. The fuck, man? Look, man. Like, I, I, I think I said this in like one of the first few podcasts we did, like, like three years ago or two years ago, whatever it was. Like, white people don't get crazy with Trump. Like, don't get crazy right now. This isn't 1960, bro. Like, I will shoot you. Like, <laughs> and I don't care about perception. And I don't care about my black skin. Like. I don't care about the law. I don't care about any of that. I got a legal firearm. I will plug you. That's it. And I don't worry about the consequences afterwards because you'll be dead. For whatever dumb shit you try to pull, you'll be dead. And I'll still be here and I'll deal with the consequences. Like, like I'm looking at this whole, like, I'm following this thing, like, on the slide tip. Like, what's going on with uh, that Ahmaud Arbery dude or whatever down in, uh, Georgia yeah and you know I saw the video not the video of him being killed like I tried to avoid that so I wouldn't have like a 
a one-sided perspective, but I looked at one of the videos of him warming, roaming through the, the construction premises, you know, of the house that's being built. And, I mean, if you want to be racist about it and you go, well, it's a black guy wandering around a construction site, you know what that means. Well, what if it was somebody like Asian or white? Would you say the same thing? You know? Like, so don't say that. Like, let's just look at it what it is. It's a guy walking around a home being built. That's it. It's not illegal, to my knowledge. I mean, in order for it to be considered like breaking in, like breaking into somewhere or whatever, it has to be doors up or you know walls up. That's not the situation. That's like if we go down the road to the house being built at one of the Arabic mansions. You know, like we can walk around there, and you know, it's not technically. I mean, you could, I guess, you could say it's trespassing, but it's not a, it's not a, a commercial construction site it's a residential like so is it trespassing like it's, there's no one's living there like, <laughs> like, like, you know some people are curious about architecture and how the process of a home you know especially with homes not so much commercial real estate because who gives a shit right but like seeing a home being built like i tend to look at that house every single day we drive past it like yes. Because, you know, you don't really get to see homes being built a lot. You just kind of move in and they're there. So there's a certain curiosity with the process of how homes are built. People, that's why people were fascinated with, like, HGTV, right? Like, they watch these shows on you know, home house flippers and shit. Like they, they're curious about the process because, you know, building a home is an art, you know? Um, but, again, the video itself is just a guy walking around a construction site. Looking at looking at the walls and whatever, there's nothing in there. Like people were like, "Well, he could be still in the copper wire." Well, what tools? Yeah, what is to like? Them. See, the way the law works, people, listeners, is that you have to, if you're gonna have video evidence of someone being guilty of a crime, they actually have to be in the video committing a crime. It's not a crime to look at things. If you want to argue that it's, I don't know the Georgia law, but like if you want to make the claim that, oh, well, he was trespassing, well, you know, don't act like you've never walked through a place where you weren't supposed to go and you saw the big fucking no trespassing sign and you hopped the gate anyway, right? Did you do anything illegal other than that? Did you cause any trouble? No, maybe you were just trying to take a shortcut. Maybe you're just trying to go get a blowjob or suck some face or whatever. Whatever the case is, we've all went to places where it said no trespassing. We went there before for whatever reason. And it doesn't mean that we stole anything. It doesn't mean we've burned a place down. It doesn't mean that we've broken glass or anything like that. Our business is our business, but we've all done it. So my other thing thinking about that particular video when it released last week was, are we recording? Yeah, yeah. Oh shit! Hi everybody! <laughs> Welcome to Ghetto Chairs Podcast Number Fifty Three. I'm back at it again. Your host Lamar, and to my directly in front of me, I have your one and only. Say what up, Frenchie? What up, Frenchie? All right. And uh, we're gonna talk about a few things today, but let's get right back into this whole Lamar Berry situation or Aubrey, whatever his last name is. Look, so uh, I am. Um, so the one thing I f- I find like telling about the video evidence is. So he's not actually like in the process of committing any crime that a normal person would see. Like a lawyer or a police officer would go, well, you're breaking ordinance 14-29, whatever. Like a normal person isn't going to look at that tape and go, he's doing something illegal. <laughs> like, right? And so the neighborhood reports a string of burglaries, right? This is why they 
went after him, right? Allegedly. Well, that's what it state what the statements are that they went after him because he looked like a guy that had committed a string of burglaries. He looks right? like a guy. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> so if that's the case, let's take that as literal fact. That is a fact. That's what they said. That's the statements that have been released. That's in all the new reports that are being made about this situation. He looked like a guy that had been committing home burglaries, right? Well, in that video of the evidence, he's not in a home because it's not legally a home because there are no walls and there are no doors. So how does that correlate to a person breaking into homes where people actually live at stealing things? Isn't there this steal over there? Even if there was, how does that, again, a person wandering around a residential construction site correlate to a person breaking into homes and stealing objects? Those are not the same things. Wandering around a residential construction site and creeping in the nighttime or in the broad daylight and breaking through windows and doors in order to get into someone's home and steal material objects is not the same thing as the video shows. So, looking at that and taking all that into account, you have to go, well, if he isn't actually committing a crime in the video and they say he looks like a guy that is committing a crime and they hawk him down, then who's in the wrong here? Is he in the wrong for just walking through a construction residential site? I mean, you could, I guess you could say maybe he was wrong for doing that, but. Then you, have, just, then, then you have to then you have to look at yourself. Or were you wrong for did you feel wrong trespassing when you went and got your blowjob or you you know when you hopped over the gate to take that shortcut? Did you feel wrong doing that? Did you feel like a criminal, like a thug, like a hoodlum doing that? Or did you just figure, hey, I gotta take this shortcut to get where I'm going quicker? Or hey, I really want to get this blowjob, so I don't have anywhere to go, but we can go here. Okay? So if you didn't feel wrong doing that, then let's just not go there and say that he was wrong for walking around the house. If you can call it that, because legally you can't. There are no doors. There are no windows. There are no walls. Okay. So if we, care, if we, if we can agree on that to a degree, then we have to look at the other people. <laughs> now, can we say that they did anything wrong? <laughs> like, I just, I'm curious. Like, I mean... You, I mean, it's not illegal to carry a rifle or a shotgun in the open in Georgia. It's open carry here in Michigan. It's cool. But open carrying and running after somebody with open carry are two different things. Yeah, not here. Like even with, the, that even with this, even with a CPL, you're not allowed to chase down a criminal and shoot them. the The guidelines are very specific about this. Yeah, you're not supposed to be a cop, Mr. 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 Police. You, police. A, a CPL, a legal firearm, is strictly for self-defense of yourself and or property. Yes. That's citizen policing. That's it. You cannot police, you cannot do a citizen's arrest with weaponry. I mean, like, what are we doing here? 
You know, like <laughs> that would be assault. Would it? I mean, I mean, Basically. so one of the first things that my instructor taught me when I got my first CPL, right? When I had my first Glock 40, was that when you pull out your gun, no matter what the scenario, no matter what caused the conflict, you will always look like the aggressor to any bystander viewing yeah. the conflict. It does not matter if they threaten you. It does not matter if they spat at you. It does not matter if they did something to your sister, your brother, your mother, your father, your uncle. It doesn't matter. You will always look like the aggressor. Because when people see the gun, they go, bad person. Right? So for the life of me, I'm trying to figure out how these people could look like heroes. You're in pickup trucks, hawking down a man. And then the, the idea that, you know, somebody said, well, why did he fight them? Like, what are you, stupid? Look, there's, there's fight or flight, right? Like, you're either going to fight for your life, or in this situation, you're going to beg for your life. You're not going to run because running is stupid. You can't outrun bullets. So why would it ever occur to your brain in any sort of a rational manner or rational manner to run? If you're thinking rationally, you know running is pointless. If you're thinking irrationally, the most obvious thing that your irrational brain would do is to fucking fucking fight or beg. Really, just to beg. Most people would just beg for their life. That's what it is. Most people beg and plead for their life. Please don't kill me. Please don't shoot me. Put the gun away. Please, please, please. Then there are a small few number of people who would fight back. Most people would beg. Some people would fight back. But running, that's movie shit. That's what the movies do. The movies, they'll make somebody run or a TV show. Like, if you ever stare down the barrel of a gun, if you ever had a gun drawn on you. Even the movies, they still get shot when they run. Yeah, if you've ever had a gun drawn on you, most people have not. I've had a gun pulled on me before. Like, you're the, the, the last thing you're going to think about is fucking running away. Trust me. <laughs> like, like, I got guns pulled on me by fucking SWAT fucking narcs they were just punking us because they were bored talking about uh we they thought we had a gun we leaving the club they fucking threw us up against the cars one of them told me in the ear i'll plug you if you fucking move i'm like oh bitch damn it grabbed our nuts and shit patted us down that was it told us to get the fuck out of here gun was in my back and all that I didn't fucking run. <laughs> like, that's dumb. I didn't beg for my life because I assumed that this was law enforcement. So I can tell you for a fact, I never beg, beg a fucking pig for my life, like, ever. Like, shoot me, motherfucker. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, straight up. I ain't scared of no cop. I'd be more scared of a gangster. Might be more liable to beg for my life in front of a gangster or something like that, right? Yeah. But not a cop. Okay, you a punk if you go if you go shoot me, you a punk. So just shoot me. Like I don't I ain't begging my life for no for no punk. Like, <laughs> like that's that's the same thing that goes for like a gangbanger. Like if a gangbanger was just gonna shoot me because I wore the wrong color, I'm not begging for my life. Fuck you. Shoot me then. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, no, like, I'm not doing that because that's stupid. Like. But if it was like a situation that I was caught up in and, you know, a real 
one of them killers came, and I'm like, oh, man, like, please don't kill me, bro. Like, shit, let's make it right. <laughs> like, let's make it right, dog. Like, please, don't kill me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Or I'm going to fight. I don't know that I would fight, but I know that I wouldn't run. And I know I'm pretty confident in that I wouldn't beg because I didn't beg the cop. Some people would. So I say all that to say this. When we look at the, the evidence of the tape, of the shooting itself, of the person wandering the residential site, and of the behavior of the, of the assailants, I don't know what's going to happen. <clears throat> I have an idea, but it's my ideas and my commentary on this matter are irrelevant because the facts are going to come out and you know we're going to have to hope that justice is served, whether that be in innocence or in guilt. So I think I saw a tweet from a loser uh I won't mention his name again on my podcast, but he tweeted, so if and when uh, it comes out that stolen goods are found in his house, what will we say then? Like, well, what does that have to do with this case? So you don't even, you're not even listening to the tweet that he said. Like, you know, like, I want you listeners to really pay attention. He tweeted out, if and when it comes out that stolen items were found in Ahmaud Arbery's house, what happens then? Why would they be investigating his house? Let me tell you something, fuckface. Again, I won't mention his name. But if you look at the tape of him wandering the house, or not the house, but the residential you know, construction site, he's not doing anything wrong. He's not stealing anything. He's not casing the place. That's all assumption. All right? So... There's no crime. Now, even if that was a crime to be sort of saying trespassing, right? They didn't see him do it. They don't know that that's trespassing. Did, they, they if they that? said it was, if they knew he was trespassing, then that's what it would, it would have been in their statements. They said he looked like a guy who had been stealing things from people's houses. That's what they said. So that's not a house where he's at in the video. And he's not stealing anything. So they didn't see him commit any crime. Right? Where did they see him at? What did they see him at the property? Somebody white people see black people in the neighborhood and they get they get anxious, you know? They get anxious. And they and they call their neighbors like fucking nosy little, you know, like worms. Maybe he was maybe they were following him and he was using the house as a way to try to escape and you know. I don't even think away, like you know? I'm not if, if you believe what the family says that he goes jogging through there every time and that's true then maybe he used the house as a shortcut on his route to jogging but it, it seems to me that based on his reaction right from when they drew, drew the guns on him and look how quickly it happened he had no idea that he was being followed because that happened too fast like you would see sort of some sort of some sort of erratic Behavior if someone started to realize that they were being followed. You get what I'm saying? Like, if you look back, you see a truck and, you know, it's coming up on you fast, you might stop a little bit. You might change directions and run faster because you don't know what the fuck is going on, right? But they talk to him. So if you got time to talk to somebody that you're pulling up on, that person doesn't know that they're being followed. You get what I'm saying? Once you realize you're being followed, you act weird, right? It happens in movies, but I hate to say it's true. If you realize you're being followed, you might turn a corner. You might walk faster. You might slow down. You might turn around and look at the person or trying to see who's following. You would do things, like, 
there would be erratic movement and behavior, body behavior, if you knew you were being, or you realized that you might be being followed, right? But to not realize you're being followed and to be pulled up on and have to talk to someone who has been following you and tracking you, you that's the way you react. It's instant fight or flight, especially when the people that are talking to you now clearly have weapons in their hand that can kill you. So this whole if and when it comes out that he has stolen goods, and why would they be investigating that? It has nothing to do with this case. The case, uh, the facts of the case are, they chased down a man that they said looked like a guy who had been breaking into homes. He did not commit any crime, nor did they see him commit any crime. So why were they chasing him down with guns drawn? That is the fact of this case, and they have to prove that they saw him committing a crime. That's the only way they get out of this. But they've already made statements saying that they didn't. The statement that he looked like a guy who was committing burglaries is not the same thing as I saw this particular guy commit a crime. That is what I'm trying to articulate here. Like, like, so we're going to see what happens, you know, I guess over the next year or so. <laughs> but but I, 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 I just got to tell you, like, white people, man, like, you know, I feel for you guys. I do sometimes, but. Look, I go jogging in the morning myself. I got Big Bertha, and Big Bertha is a loophole. Big Bertha is technically a pistol. Now, if you saw Big Bertha, you'd know that's no pistol. <laughs> but Big Bertha's a pistol by law. And I can carry Big Bertha in the open, and I can carry Big Bertha concealed. Did you know that? I'll go jogging with my 15-pound Big Bertha. I advise you to keep on driving. Yeah, extra weight resistance. Because if I was a mod, right, yeah, just a little extra training. Because if I was a mod, Aubrey, those two fools would have been shot. Quick. I'm plugging you. You wouldn't even get the chance to say that. Like, it, it, right, yeah, like you wouldn't even get a chance. Like, I'm just going to plug you right there. I'm itching to shoot somebody sometimes in my life. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to shoot nobody, but I damn sure shoot the fuck out of some idiot. Happily. Just the same I want to get shot by like some idiot cop so I can get a check. I'd shoot the fuck out of an idiot. Like straight up. Like yeah. Y'all got to y'all got to chill. Cause everybody ain't everybody. If you don't understand what I'm saying by that, then you're gonna be the ones that I'll probably end up shooting. So <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it's strange times we live in. I know everybody's on the edge with everything that's going on, but and again, I, I open this up, I guess, talking about how the media can use these sort of things, you know, as a sort of kind of because right now I'm seeing commercials like where, uh, you know, they're talking about, you know, Biden's got his commercial talking about uh, Trump's response to the virus and this and that and <laughs> fucking and uh, <laughs> Trump's got his commercial out, you know, to call it, you know, basically reiterate the stuff that Biden said about him, but then. Bringing up the sexual assault, and I'm pretty sure they're already gonna latch on to this whole thing, and you know, because you know, you could, you know, whether this is about race or not, from a legal standpoint, it's debatable. You know, like we don't, they look like good old boys. That's what they look like. I'm saying, like the father and son, they look like two good old boys for sure. But we don't know if they're racist. They looked the part, for sure. But we don't know. So. 
we'll, we just have to let the facts play out. People need to keep their side commentary to the side and hope that justice is served. Period. That's that's it. It's the only way this works. You know? But then you look at these cases where, like, I just read that some woman got barged in on in Kentucky and by the sheriff's office. They had the wrong house, and they gunned her down. And this is what I'm talking about. Like, I like this story a little bit because her boyfriend or husband, whoever he was, he shot him. <laughs> Shot at the <laughs> he shot at the police. Like, yeah, because he didn't, like, open up police. What? Why? Why are you here? Is this a scam? Yeah, you could be someone trying to People do that shit all the time. People do that shit all the time. Police, open the door and it's someone out of police. It's the actual killer. Like, like if, if, I'm not, if I'm a fucking working class person with no outstanding warrants and my wife is having, we're not doing anything illegal... And someone knocks on our door in the middle of the night talking about police open up. You're going to get shot. <laughs> Straight up. Like, you, it's police open up. We have a warrant. A warrant? What the fuck? What What you talking about a warrant? For what? I don't have children. I don't, I don't owe child support. I don't have any outstanding warrants. I pay my tickets when I get them, if I ever get a ticket. So, I know my girl's straight. What do you mean open up? We got a warrant. I'm about to shoot you. Then you start beating on the door and trying to barge in, you're going to get shot. That's what I mean by everybody ain't everybody. See, nine times out of ten, you hear these stories and the people don't have guns in their homes. And you think it's all good. You can keep getting away with it. Well, it ain't all good sometimes because sometimes you walk into a house, into a situation, they got guns. I always assume every house has a gun. Always. I thought that's what Officer 101 is about when you're doing these sorts of things. So they kill the girl who's innocent, obviously. And... I don't know what happened to the boyfriend. I'm assuming he got shot the fuck up too, but I don't know. I didn't read the whole entire article, but it's just these. This happens, so they're gonna. So the media's gonna, you know, kind of polarize this around race and all of that, you know. And it's not really. I would say, in confidence, that that doesn't have anything to do with race. That's just bad policing. And the only thing in that case is you took a life, in uniform, you lose the badge, and you go to jail. People punch people in the head and they accidentally fall a certain way and die. They didn't mean to kill them, but they go to jail. So you lose your badge. You blackball from being served ever any type of security or law enforcement. You carry a gun, period. And you go to jail. You ain't got to go to jail forever, but you got to go to jail. And the police department of the city or state, they pay them folks, their family members, some money, period. That ain't going to make up for the innocent deaths, but it's something. That I don't understand why that's not even a standard. That if you are in uniform, you don't get a pass. And you commit murder. Yeah, you don't get a pass. It's not part of the job. Like it's not your civil duty to fucking shoot innocent people. No matter what degree it is. You, yeah. You just, you're, it's you're to protect and serve. Yeah, you're involved and, in this case. You're, you and you already know the you already know the stakes when you get involved with a badge and a uniform and a gun. That the stakes are life and death. And your first object is to, your first thing to do is to preserve life at any cost. So if you can get mad at the fucking officer for running away when the machine gun uh, Shetty dude came through and fucking killed all the kids in the school and talking talking about how much of a coward he is and all that shit, and you can get just as mad at these officers for going into the wrong house and killing two innocent people. And don't give me that shit about, well, the, uh, the dude shouldn't have shot a gun. You guys are always the same ones talking about, don't tread on me, you come in my house, I'll shoot you. Yeah, well, it's the same thing. You just don't live in a situation where, or an environment where you are, you are more knowledgeable of the fact that people take advantage of people 
all the time. And that somebody saying that they're an officer is different from being an officer. Somebody saying that they're an officer and being at your doorstep when you didn't do anything wrong and you live in a you come from a situation or environment that is that makes you uneasy of people, right? Yeah, I would I feel that. I'm shooting too. Like <laughs> what? Why a police warrant? What? Like, no, don't open the door. Don't open the door. That's a fucking trap. I bet you they didn't have their lights on. They never do. They never do. They never had their lights or sirens blaring. Not when they're getting ready to do a, a like a operate a search warrant. They only use them to bypass traffic. Yeah. Well, you know, I think in the case of operating search warrants, it's, it, it, it's kind of counterproductive to have your sirens because that alerts the criminal that you're looking for, right? And they run. So you don't want to give them a, a head start. So you, but see, that's the danger. So there probably wasn't no need for search or for lights or sirens to be blaring in that situation. But you had the wrong house, dumb dumb. Good police people would have the right house. It would all the time. Do yeah, because they don't want to. They don't, don't even want to be in that situation. Triple check. Yeah, quadruple check. And if it, if it's a situation from command that gave them the wrong info, then everybody in that command needs to be let go. Period. That's just what these are the consequences for taking an incident in my life. Period. So, but we'll see what happens with that, I guess, right? <laughs> yeah, another year. You know? so. Yeah. And then it goes back to what I was saying earlier about the teenage boy in uh, North Carolina who chanted his name and the people left, and, you know, that's it. But what if those, what if that mom had a shotgun or whatever? What happens then? Like, you're not the only people with guns, and it it be it be and it's, this is this is what's bothering me really right about now, because I see the same people who were Bernie Bros, right? When all this is going on with Ahmad Berry, when all this is going on with uh, you know the woman in Kentucky or the boy in North Carolina, I see the same people who are Bernie Bros, like staunch Bernie Sanders supporters that are black. Now talking about, oh, yeah, we need to get our guns up, clapping and sending likes and smiley faces for all these articles of black folks. Like, I think one of the senators or whoever was escorted with uh, with armed black men or something like that recently. And they did like an armed black march through the, the street where Ahmaud Berry was shot, you know, open display, open carry, legal, all legal, of course. And I see the same people who are Bernie Sanders supporters liking the video and pictures and thumbs up and i'm like but you guys want to vote assault weapons away remember <laughs> see i get on black people too this is the type of cuckery that i'd be talking about like i ain't gonna call you black devils for doing that because you're not a black devil you, right now you just a, you just a black idiot stuck on the plantation <laughs> that's all it is like you're not a black devil black devils know what they be doing you know not what you do see what i'm saying so I can forgive you for your stupidity. Like, I can't forgive the black devils because they're doing it on purpose. You know what I'm saying? But this is the type of cuckery that I be talking about, French. Like, how can you be a staunch Bernie supporter, right, when he wants to take away guns? Assault style weapons. There's no such thing. <laughs> I mean, they're the guns that look like Call of Duty guns. What? <laughs> I mean, that's what people think of when they put that label on assault-style weapons. You mean a carbine rifle? Is that, is that what? Is it, I mean, what are we talking about here? Like, it's just semi-automatic. It's, it's high-powered semi-automatic rifles. All guns. 
that are carried by legal body citizens are semi-automatic. Like, we can't have automatic rifles because the government's too smart to let us have them. Plus, they're, they're kind of fucking inefficient, you know? Yeah, you know. But, yeah. now, it would be great if we could switch, like like the military can, where they can go semi-automatic, oh, yeah, three-round burst, a full. That's dope. Like, why can't we have those? But I know why we can't have those, you know? But, <laughs> but the same people who are staunch Bernie Sanders supporters all of a sudden in favor of black people being armed. You can't have it both ways, dum-dums. Which is it? Which is it? <laughs> like Dave Chappelle said in a joke, but he was right. Like, if you want gun reform, just let all legal black people in America get guns. If we all armed ourselves, the laws would change very quickly. I promise you. It would. Just would. As racist as that sounds, it's, it's the truth. Can you, like, don't act like every black person in America has a felony. No. There's 38, 40 million of us now or something like that. I'd say off off top, if I had to take a guess, if I had to take a guess, I'd say maybe 1%. Maybe, maybe between 1 and 4% of the population has felonies. The rest of us don't. You know, so yeah, for the life of me, it just fucking irked the shit out of me when I saw that that these same people who support these 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 uh, politicians who want to, you know, I don't want to say infringe because I don't want to sound like a right wing asshole or nothing like that, but like they want to limit the weaponry for false equivalencies. Like you think that by banning assault weapons, we can somehow stop mass shootings from happening. Well, yeah, if you take guns away, then obviously there wouldn't be mass shootings. That doesn't mean that there wouldn't be mass killings. Those, those two things are not the same. Like, Well, if we take the, the those assault-style weapons away, you won't be able to... I'm talking about weapons that have the capacity to kill a, a bunch of people all at once. It just, it'll be something else. Yeah, a sword. And if, it, and if it can't be fucking a bunch of people at once, it'll just be enough. It doesn't matter. There's a deeper problem when it comes to these issues than fucking guns. Now, I don't like the fact that there's more guns in this country than it is women and children and men, but that's not my fault, and you're not looking at why that is. You don't blame the people who are legal gun-owning citizens. That You blame the fucking gun manufacturers. Where's their accountability in all this? Oh, they don't have any. That's right. So... Oh, you know, it, it, the it just it. I mean, dude, let me calm down because that shit really just it just set me off earlier today when I saw that. Like, how the fuck are you gonna be? Oh yeah, I like to see them black folks walking down them streets on them white folks' lawns, telling them how it is. <laughs> but at the same time, you like, oh, Bernie, feel the burn. Feel the burn. You think he's just gonna take white folks' guns away? No, he's gonna take everybody's guns away because this is America and we're all in this together, whether you like it or you don't. So, you know, maybe you should reprioritize what is, what's important to you and what's important to you as far as social issues and cultural issues, especially when it comes to your people, because voting for a guy who wants to limit our ability to protect ourselves, especially in these times where we've got people being 
ran down by pickups and assaulted and people being having their doors kicked in and being being uh, reprimanded to, to deliver their son to strangers or or police actually kicking in doors and shooting folks like in these times more than ever I would say that black people need to arm themselves so you think about that the next time you want to feel the burn it's 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 uh you you got to realize that duality is what makes us human and if you understand that then you can understand why somebody like myself would be very upset with uh things like this you know it it's not so clear as always it's black and white there's a lot of gray but you have to be mindful that when you want one thing you're probably giving up another thing you know um I don't know. <clears throat> Another thing I want to talk about moving along is the so-called like after effects of uh what industry will be like with uh with work and with movies and cinema. Um I am a I'm in big favor of smaller films like the films that I watch that are weird or off-putting or unsettling coming straight to like DVD or not DVD but home video home home streaming because I feel like a lot of times these movies don't get enough recognition by just being released into theaters and I know that they tried to blackball Universal for making hundreds of millions of dollars with trolls and all of that but I think it's just a feeble thing to do I think there's a space to operate for theaters I think there's a space to operate for home streaming. And I think it could be good if people could choose whether or not they wanted to go to the theater to see some of these movies or whether they just wanted to watch it at home. You know? Um, I don't like the fact that I have to go see some of these movies in a theater. Some of these movies aren't built for the theater, to be honest. Like, and also, uh, there's a lot of these movies that are smaller smaller budget independent films that I just sometimes they're at theaters that are so far away and I just don't have the energy to want to get up and go drive to watch these movies so I wait for them to come to streaming and then it takes forever like that pisses me off like I think there's a space that the, that the movie industry and that streaming could operate in to where both of these things could be beneficial to the consumers and to Hollywood I don't see why we have to stay true to these rigid uh, terms of oh well, these movies only have to be in theater first before they can come to streaming like why like like the only movies you actually even care about as a theater is like fucking Marvel or something like you don't actually give a damn about uh, whether or not uh, what's the last like uh, Honey Boy comes to your theater or not you don't give a shit it's not gonna make you any money but you're gonna charge the you know the production company a bunch of money to you know carry their film for what or only only dedicate so many time slots and theaters to them like that's bullshit when they could just be on home streaming and everybody around the world can watch it at their leisure and all the money goes to them like there's a space for both of these mediums or both of these uh, ways of viewing content to operate in you know and 
I feel like I'm on the side of of the theater or of the production companies because I know the risk that goes into as much as I hate them and bash them for all their dumb choices, I know the amount of risk and little reward that comes with movie production. You know, I get it. You know, I get why they're scared to take chances. I get why they, they want to do things a certain way. And I feel like if you just gave them another lane to operate in, then they would lax on some of their stupid decisions and you could get better quality and better content. Like I told you the other day, French, like I'm, I've been on game that Korea produces amazing content like for a, over a decade they've been crushing it it started with the horror genre and they've branched out into other genres like drama and, and uh, you know romance they're still doing romantic comedies over there and they're huge in Korea like we we get one we get one romantic comedy one rom-com like every eight years now <laughs> in America we used to get them all the time so much that they flooded the market and saturated but some of them were good some of them were really good a lot of them sucked because again Hollywood, the way it works, to go, oh, well, we made an investment. We got that much return. We need to do the same thing again. Like, But in Korea, they're over there like, no, man, let's just create. You know, Ajisan, or whatever whatever it is over there. Let's just create shit, man. Just put it out. Like, we're going to get paid. Like, they're, fuck, they've been crushing movies for, like, I remember when I first watched, I saw The Devil. A lot of people have seen it now. But I saw that movie over a decade ago, almost. And that's when I knew, oh, shit. Because I was always off into Japanese films and things like that. But when I saw the Korean movie, I saw the double. When I started branching myself off into more Korean films, I'm like, oh, shit, they over here fucking crushing shit. And then to see them get an Oscar for Parasite? That was huge. But then, then, and I loved how the director got up in there and fucking basically told all their stupid, smug faces. Like, you know, like... Reading subtitles is not the most difficult thing in the world. Like, you could fucking, that's basically what he said. Like, you can read the subtitles and still enjoy the movie. Like, and I and it pissed me off because it's like, how is this movie gonna win best like uh, director, best film, and you don't have any of the actors and actresses nominated? Like, if you love the movie so much, and you love the direction so much, you must have liked the acting, right? But because they don't speak English, they can't get nominated. What? That's, that's, we still we still doing that in 2020? <laughs> we going backwards, dog. Like, we still doing this shit in 2020. Okay, well, all right. Still snubbing people at Oscars? Oh, yeah. I just, it's like, I just. Oh, somebody yesterday, the other day was like, man, why come, or not why come, I'm fucking speaking out of pocket now, but how come uh, Jake Gyllenhaal hasn't won an Oscar yet? I just watched Nightcrawler for the first time. It was amazing. Yeah, no shit. Jake Gyllenhaal is going to be Tom Cruise or fucking Leo. Like, they just started throwing Leo bones. It'll be a while. Bro. He's only one, one. Bubble Boy, he's a bone. He ain't going to get no... He's going to be like Leo, Tom, uh, Tom Cruise, fucking Tom Hardy, all in the same boat. I don't know what they did. I don't know what happened to make them fucking finally give in to Leonardo DiCaprio. Because they were fucking stooging him for forever. They, they're never going to give Tom Cruise an Oscar. They just hate him so much. And they're, they're going to do the same. And like I said, Tom Hardy and Jake Gyllenhaal are in the same boat. So, you know, I, Jake Gyllenhaal, man, still to me, nobody's touching. Nobody's even close. Best actor in Hollywood. Nobody. I watched that shitty uh, Spider-Man Far From Miles a few months ago. Hated it. 
But boy, did I love Jake's character. Yeah, I see. Never that watching it. Yeah. He should have been Batman. We won't go there. No, it's neither here nor there. <laughs> you, you failed me, Jake. Never, never forget. You, you failed me. But he was great in it. I didn't like Mr. I don't, I don't like, I don't like the movie, but I appreciated his performance. You know? Fucking bubble boy. <laughs> that that's a great movie. It is great. It's great. <laughs> Bubble Boy's great. Enemy. Uh, the one you did with Hugh Jackman. I mean, he's made so many great movies that or movies that people haven't probably even seen. But believe it when I tell you, nobody's even close. You name your favorite actor. You probably name somebody stupid. And I'll laugh at you and go, oh, okay, because I'll know you don't know shit about actors. But if you name somebody with some merit, I go, okay, they, they're good, but they ain't fucking with Jake. Nobody's even close. He's literally a different character in every single film. Mannerisms, speech patterns, you see it all from him. Like, it's incredible. Even his Netflix Velvet Buzzsaw was good. Yeah, did you see the character he played in that? Like, just, look, dude, nobody's even close. Even if you don't like the movie Velvet Buzzsaw, his performance, though. Look at his acting chops. Like, look at his performance in Velvet Buzzsaw, then look to all his other movies and tell me what you can compare that to. Nothing. Nobody's even close. He hasn't done a film since Velvet Buzzsaw, if I'm not mistaken. He's probably waiting for that right one. Bro, you, you, missed, you missed the boat, Jake. The Batman, Jake. He, he, was wants, too, he wants an Oscar, man. He ain't never going to get that. Hero movies don't win Oscars. Well, he, he could have been the one. I don't know. He could have made it. They, they couldn't deny Joaquin Phoenix. He could have been the one. But nope, he wanted to go be fishball head in Marvel, and look what happened. <laughs> like, and even Marvel is Sony. Like, look what happened. threw the bank at him. They're like, Jake. It wasn't, it wasn't that. It was just, you know, it was all the shit going on, the fandom being all crazy and rabid about it. Like, oh, we fucking well, hate DC. There's still hope. Marvel does it again. Like, yeah. There's, there's still hope. There's still hope, man. There ain't no hope. You know there's going to be another Batman movie in the next five, six years, probably? I hope not. Probably will be. They're going to build that cow so it's... I, 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 hope, I, hope I hope it's just whatever Matt Reeves has planned and then they just take a break. Seriously. Because they don't... The problem with Warner Brothers is they don't have anybody that has the creative control over the whole thing. That's the benefit of, like, a Kevin Foggy in Marvel. Like, he's in charge of the whole thing. And he's not... He's not, he's looking for the best, brightest ideas and people to work with. So, they've got people there that are bright at DC, but nobody... One person is in charge. There's too many talking heads. And then you, you deal with a studio that literally stifles director's development, like... They don't like, like, you, Zack Snyder had a vision, and they should have been on board to totally see that vision through. And now it's coming back to bite them in the ass, because they're going to release the Snyder Cut on HBO Max, and it's going to be incredible. And then they're going to be like, well, what the fuck do we do now? It's too late. You fucked it all up, you idiot. They're going to call it another Batman. For the <laughs> another version of Batman. We've already talked about it like a bunch of times. Like I, th I told you what they should do. Like they should just fucking go dark. They should. They should know. They. I mean, not just go dark, but they should just. They should instead of trying to always save face, they should just fess up to their fuck up, and be like, "Look, Zach, we're sorry. What do you need? Whatever you need, and we'll stay out of the way. Finish it. That's all you got to do. Finish what you started, man. This shit is huge. We've got X a million amount of million subscribers on HBO Max because of this release." 
Everybody loves it. The critics are raving. We got to let you finish this. Well, how many movies did you have, Zach, to go to? No, make it three, buddy. Take your time. Ben, what do you need? I don't want to do this again. Ben, what do you want? <laughs> That's how you do it. Like, Ben, what do you need? I don't want to do this anymore. Uh, what do you want, Ben? Anna De Armas, your girl, tell her to come on as Catwoman. Let's do it. Let's make it happen. Seriously. Like, that's the only way to fix all this mess that Warner Bros. created with DC. Is like, you need to go back to where you fucked up. And you fucked up. And you fucked up before with him. Like, you never believed in any of his projects. I know this because there's no fucking way that a director's cut should be better than a fucking theatrical release. Every fucking time. Yeah, it was a long hour longer. Right. Like, every one of his films, the way he's cut them, have been superbly better than a theatrical release. How? When you there's so many director's cuts that are so bad, bro, so bad, and you just go like, ah, I prefer the theatrical release. Like, nah. You could just go down a long list of director's cuts that are just monumentally worse. But not with Zach. His are better. Why is that? I'm gonna tell you why. Because the studio doesn't believe in him. So when does it come to the point where Warner Brothers fesses up and says, you know, we're sorry. We fucked up. The house is yours. Do what you got to do to make it. Because that's the only way he's going to come on board. That's the only way you're going to get the other people back on board. And that's the only way that whole thing can be steered correctly to finish what they started. But they're not going to do that. They're not going to. They're going to try to save face. And they're going to keep doing what they're doing, which is fine. It works to a point. Sometimes it doesn't work. It didn't work for Birds of Prey. Kind of worked for Suzanne, but not really. Worked for Wonder Woman, worked for Aquaman. It'll probably work again for both of those, too. But look what they got to deal with. They got to deal with Flash, the guy who plays Flash, kicking fans in the face. They got to <laughs> deal with uh, uh, Aquaman. They, you know, Mara's out here trying to fucking slander her, her husband, ex-husband and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, I don't get it, man. Like, if I'm if I'm the new whatever his name is the new head of, of Mar or Warner Brothers I will look at it like this we know what we have to do but the, the the question is are we willing to do it like are we willing to save face and just fucking continue on and hope that things get better or are we willing to admit our faults and just try to rectify what we did wrong so that we can move forward with the whole franchise and properties you know what I'm saying because they have everything they have all their characters like in one spot. So you can literally do anything, but they fucked it up out of the gate and it doesn't seem like they want to, you know, fix it. So if that's the case, then the Snyder Cut will come out. It'll be amazing. And that'll be the end of the story. What a shame. You know, what a fucking shame. So <clears throat> that's it for this one, man. I think I said all I needed to say, I guess, for a quick recap. Don't pull up on me while I'm jogging. Uh <laughs> And, uh, you know, continue to be safe out here, man. And everybody just calm down. Don't worry. The dark future is just around the corner, you know. So, all right. That's it. I'm out. <laughs>